It's a supreme honor and pleasure to have as our honored guest, Melissa Eliyahu. She is an inner child. She is an inner child uh, and self-healing coach. You know, she is a proud mom of two beautiful girls. Uh, and her mission is to spread love around the world. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Melissa, I know that one of your expertise and your true passion or your practice or what you do is on healing. And I would like to center this interview on healing your mission to heal one person at a time, healing the world. And I want to start by asking you, Melissa, if you can walk us through your journey as a healer, you know, from the early beginnings to now. I would love to. So thank you. Thank you for the intro. Thank you for having me. Um, I My journey really started when I went off to India. It was supposed to be a two-week trip, which turned into six months, backpacking around India with my brother. And I ended up in the north of India, a place called Dharmasala, which is where the Dalai Lama lives. And they have a Vipassana meditation retreat there, and it's 10 days of silence. And I had never, before that, never meditated in my life. Like, I didn't do yoga, I didn't do meditation. I'm in India, this most spiritual place of all. But, and everyone's carrying yoga mats everywhere, and I'm just sitting there chilling and not knowing anything about any of that. And then I decided, you know what, I'm here, I'm in the north of India, 10 days silence. When am I ever gonna have this time of just 10 days on my own to do this? So let's just jump right in. So it was like my first experience meditating and I jumped on into this 10 days of silence and literally it blew my mind, transformed my world. I was like, oh my God, so when you quiet down your mind, there's a whole other world that exists and I've been so in my head and so like in the thinking mind. So I came out of that and I was like transformed and I just remember like feeling everyone's emotions and seeing the truth of all that is because my mind was still, my mind was quiet and when your mind gets quiet you get tapped into that inner wisdom and the wisdom that's coming through us at all times and so what ended up happening is I kind of like really awoken in that moment and I took all that I learned back home and then from there it just started me on my healing journey and I started really getting into meditation and yoga and like workshops and seminars and courses and classes on my deeper healing and then like flash forward my it's been like a real journey my life it really has been a lot of like ups and downs and like crazy stuff but um flash forward my when i was a baby when i was seven months old my father passed away and my entire life i was told that his death didn't affect me because i was a baby and you know i didn't know any different so i believed it and i went through my life believing it never really asking a lot about him not really knowing anything about him anytime i brought him up my family was like, oh, I don't remember I was young or, you know, like they repressed a lot of pain. And so they, it was too hard to talk about. So I just never knew anything. And flash forward, quarantine hit. And that really took me deep diving down the rabbit's hole, like to the deeper part of my healing journey. Like I've been doing the healing journey, but this really took me to the deep, deep, like dark night of the soul type healing. And 
I was faced with my biggest test, I guess you could say, or trigger, which was my husband. And it was like he would bring up all of my wounds. And so when you're faced with that all day long, it's like you can either continue to blame, get angry, get mad, or go deeper within and look within yourself because triggers are just a window to the soul. So like anyone who triggers us in our life, whoever triggers us the most, and I'm sure you can think of someone, anyone who triggers us the most, they're bringing up, they're pushing on our wounds. And so when our wounds get pushed on, we react, we get angry or mad or upset or frustrated, whatever it might be. And then we have a tendency to blame out there. And so for the first time, I'm like, you know, let's see what's underneath all this because I'm just so done with like getting triggered all the time. So I looked deeper into it and I realized it took me really deep and I was like, oh my God, abandonment. I have deep, deep abandonment stuff going on and I didn't even realize and I wasn't even aware of it. And so that really brought up, like opened up that whole chapter with my father and made me realize that And so from that, I just started to connect to his soul and started to receive messages from him. I reached out to every single friend of his that he was close with in England, because that's where I was born, that's where he was from. I reached out to all of his good friends in England and I just asked them, I was like, you know, tell me about Tony, tell me about my father, I know nothing. And what I discovered completely blew my mind. He was literally, like everybody said pretty much the same thing. He was like a con connector, he was a light, he was powerful, he was strong, he was outgoing, he was fun, he was wild, he was successful, He all these things I had never heard in my entire life. I was like, well, I guess that would make sense as to why I'm like here on this mission to spread love and light, something he was unable to do. And I'm like, and that was the message that really came through during the quarantine from him is like, I'm here to carry on the torch that like spread the light that he never got to because his life got cut short too soon. And it was a real traumatic time and whatnot. But so the message that came through was that like, I'm here to continue his mission of spreading love and light. And so when I talked to all the people that knew him, and I learned about the person that he was, and I was like, oh my God, how was this kept from me my whole life? How did no one tell me this? Like, you know, and I guess it was for me to discover on my own time, and so I did. And so, you know, I just started to heal these deeper wounds, and I, you know, then the triggers aren't showing up as much anymore. And as you start to do the deeper healing work, if you have children, you start to see a shift in your children, and that's something, you know, we'll dive more into because. I think it's really important right now, you know, we're going through a huge shift on the earth and what we're seeing externally is a like raising of consciousness. The vibration of the planet is raising up. And so all that's been kept in the dark for such a long time is making its way to the surface within us and on the planet. And so we're seeing more censorship than ever because what hap what's been happening is we've been ruled by these darker forces that have been controlling us and manipulating and brainwashing us for such a long time. They don't want us to know our truth. They don't want us to know our power and our light. They don't want us to know that because once we do and we tap fully into it, they can't control us anymore. And so they are doing anything right now in their power to block us through the censorship. Like more and more people are speaking out and spreading truth and more and more people are being censored. There's more light on earth than there's ever been before. So just remembering that what we're seeing on the external level is a shifting of consciousness. Like we're going through a mass, mass shift. And so as we're going through it, we're going to see destruction. We're going to see things get louder, crazier, more control, 
more of all of that's going to happen on the physical because it's what has to happen to break the system. The system isn't working. It hasn't been working. The education system is programming our children's minds. It's you know separating us from the truth of who we are. We finish school. We go to college. We get a job doing something that we don't even want to be doing, but we're doing it because we think we should be doing it because that's what we've always been told. Like, okay, you know, we've always been taught that it's out there. Whatever we need, it's like we have to look out there for it. When the truth is, Everything we ever could want and need is within us and we all come onto this earth with our own unique purpose and our own unique gift and everything that we need to pursue our purpose and our gift is already locked within the DNA of ourselves. And the only reason most of us are lost and confused and don't really feel like we know what our purpose is is because we've been programmed for 12 plus years of our life in the education system and then it goes back, you know, so many generations. So we're so separate from the truth of who we are because we've been so focused out there and use it's been taught that we can use our mind and thinking and testing and grading and homework and all these things in order to achieve what we think is gonna make us happy when the truth is is the only thing that we need is to go within and connect to our heart and connect to love and become present and to remove all that programming, the programming of our mind so that we can pursue and find out what our purpose is on this earth. And we all come here with a purpose and that's our reason for being here is first of all, to move back to a state of love and second of all, from there, choosing to do whatever it is that we feel called to do from that space. But just remembering, we're going through a really big shift and every one of us are here right now for a reason we chose to be here. Like this is a phenomenal time to be on the earth and it's a crazy time as well. But each and every one of us who are here right now are here because we chose at all the other times in the history of the world, we chose this time right now to be here. And it was even spoken about back in the time of Jesus Christ. Like in the 2000s, there's gonna be a time because he was a light worker, he was spreading truth, he was spreading light, but it was at a time where there was so much darkness, so much control. They didn't want him to spread that light. They didn't want people to know the truth of who they were. They didn't want people to know their power because again, you tap into your power, there's no control, they can't control us. And so he was put on the cross, but he said in the 2000s, there's going to be a time where people are more ready for this and more and more people are going to wake up to the truth of, you know, going within and taking back your power. And that's exactly what's happened. It's been written about the Torah this time, the age of Aquarius. So it's where we're at. It's what we're moving into. And so this deeper healing work, which we'll talk more about, but the inner child work is so important right now. Like the most important work we can do. We've been lost out there for such a long time trying to figure it all out we're in the rat race, running here, running there. And the truth is, is, you know, like the only place we really need to come to my own healing journey and, you know, connecting to my father, to his soul, to his spirit, it really showed me the truth of who I am and that I'm love and I'm light and all of the stories that I've lived my life telling myself about me not being good enough or not being worthy or not being enough are just stories that are not true. They're just programmed beliefs that go back so many generations. So there you go. That is, this is compelling, Melissa. So that your healing, this healing journey started in India, and kind of like through this lockdown, you were able to get deeper into it during the lockdown, which is about you know almost a uh, 15 months ago, right? About 15 months yeah. ago and then you were able to go into your inner child and kind of like 
reflecting on how the legacy of your father, right, uh, needs to yeah. be continued, you know, with you. That is powerful. Yeah. yeah. Now, tell exactly. us about what was the year kind of like, tell us about the, uh, the time frame, right? Like the time that you went to India for about, you know, for that, you know, you were there for six months, correct? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, how many years ago was that? That was like in 2001, so okay. like 20 years ago. It was a long time ago. So yeah, that's why this journey started about 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Journey. Okay, I thought it 20 years ago. Got it, got it. Perfect. And 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 definitely you 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 are, you know you definitely you know through this lockdown that started last year in March, you know you were able to kind of like go a little bit even deeper. Yeah, it really. You know, this is the thing. It's like it can do one of two things, and I really believe that all of what happened with the quarantine and the lockdowns, it was like the Earth's way of saying, "Okay, enough. I've had enough. Everyone needs to stop. Stop destroying me." Stop running, slow down, get out of your car, stay at home, stop traveling, stop going to restaurants, just be in the moment. Like it was such a, to me, a message from the universe. And we did one of two things, got lost. There was people that either got lost on Netflix and just continue to separate and disconnect from themselves. Or people like me that did the journey work and went deeper with it and started to really connect more deeply with themselves and to understand more about what makes them who they are. Like, why am I getting triggered? Like, what is this bringing up for me? Like, how can I heal these deeper wounds? I see. Yeah. Wow. And Melissa, when you, you know, so you were born and raised in New Newham, England, too, where your dad was born. Is that correct? Yes. I see. And then when you came, at, at what point you came to the United States? I was, so when I was a baby, um, I was two, my mom met someone and they moved here. I had a brother at the time too, a brother as well. They moved to the States when I was two years old. Oh, okay. You were two years old. I got it, got it, got it, got it. And uh, when you kind of like reconnected with that part of your 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 dad, I guess, you know, with your, you know, biological dad. Uh, how long ago was that when you actually kind of like, you went deep in such a way that you went, you went back to New Hang England, you know, and got to interview, you know, friends, you know, and, and people that yeah. your dad used to know. Yeah, that was like during the quarantine. Oh, okay, that was during the quarantine, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Quarantine was when it kind of all the stuff opened up, and I was like, I've got to discover who he was. I don't know anything about him. How do I not uh -huh. know anything? How do I not know anything about my father? And, and then that was when it kind of all opened up, and wow. That opened up the door. That that makes it deep. I see. Wow. And uh, t tell us another. They are obviously tell us specifically now how your healing practice has evolved. You know, if you can kind of like illustrate to us, you know, like how people can go from you know being hurt. Uh, whether it is 
emotionally or physically to now being whole and complete, being healed? If you can kind of like share with us. Yeah, for sure. So I, I would have to say like the first most important thing that we can do to start to catapult and learn about ourselves and to dive deeper into our healing is by asking ourselves and even writing it down who in my life triggers me the most oh. and that's like a because that's like a window to your soul like the person that triggers you the most in your life is there to is your greatest teacher is your greatest healer all of that and so you know through me with my husband constantly getting triggered made to feel wrong all these things it brought up my own deep wounds and i was like all oh, my own unworthiness my own not good enough and so i would ask okay so for example you can say that somebody triggers you what i would what i did is i said to myself okay what is this bringing up within me i'm not enough i'm not good enough he doesn't want to be with me he doesn't want to be with us and then I kept going and going and going and then abandonment came up. I was like, ah. So it's like, how do you get to the core story that you're telling yourself that's controlling your entire life? It starts with your triggers. So you find out who's triggering you the most in your life. Really, when you get triggered next time, be like, oh my God, okay, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity for me to grow and to expand. Instead of blaming the other person, getting mad at the other person, getting angry, no matter what that person's done, it's triggered something in you. It's pushed on your wounds. What is it that it's bringing up? So that's number one. And number two is starting to get quiet. Like we've just, because it's, and that's the biggest work right there because we've been so programmed for such a long time. And to, to the idea that we need our mind, we need our thoughts in order to like create success in life. And the truth is, is like once we start to quiet down our thoughts, then we're able to tap into our inner knowing and we're able to tap into the wisdom that is like literally within us. There's so much powerful knowledge waiting to be received by us. but. And if we don't make the time to really get quiet and get still, then we aren't able to tap into that. So it's like the trigger work's really important, meditation and getting quiet, and then making that love connection with our inner child. Like that is the most important thing that I truly believe cannot be bypassed because when we start to make the love connection with our inner child, when we start to see him or her and really connect with her, that's how we start to have compassion for ourselves and love for ourselves. I feel like we go through our whole lives being so hard on ourselves, thinking we're not good enough, we're not worthy, and we need to be doing more, we need to be more, running from here, running to there, in our minds, thinking we're never doing enough. And the truth is, is all we need to do is just be fully in this here and now present moment. And so it's like when we start to connect to our inner child, we're able to have that love and that compassion for ourselves. It's always been so hard. And the other part of it is as children, many of us, our parents grew up in a time where children were meant to be seen and not heard. So as children, many of us weren't seen and heard in the way that we really truly needed to be seen and heard. And so we didn't receive that. And we're able, in order to really heal, we give that to our little girl or boy within and we connect to that that energy and we start to ask questions. So like, for example, I'll guide a meditation who maybe a, the five-year-old will come up and you'll start to connect and look at your little five-year-old. Just look at that little girl or boy in the eyes and see her, see how she or he's feeling, hold her, him, hug them, hold them to your chest. And then as you start to ask questions, once they feel safe, once they feel seen and you tell them, I see you, I hear you, you're not alone anymore. I'm sorry that I've abandoned you my whole life and you're not alone and I'm no longer gonna abandon you and I love you and I'm here to support you and I'm here to receive whatever message and to support you in your deeper healing. I'm telling you like, 
since I started doing this work, the minute I, I just tapped into the inner child work, my daughter, my oldest daughter, who was so insecure, so shy and quiet and just very like shoulders down, always looking at the ground. The minute I started doing this inner child work where I made that connection to my inner child and I looked at her and I saw her and I told her, you're not alone anymore and I'm here. My oldest daughter blossomed. She became confident, expressive, communicative. Like she shifted. Why? Because I wasn't seeing and hearing my inner child. I wasn't seeing and hearing. She wasn't feeling seen and heard. The minute I started to see and hear my inner child, suddenly she started to feel seen and heard. So she felt like her throat chakra was open. She could express herself, communicate. And it's unbelievable. Once we start to do this deeper healing work, we're healing the entire bloodline. So we're not only healing for ourselves, we're healing for our children and future generations and for our past generations. And so it's just such a beautiful, beautiful thing. So I think like, you know, the most important work we can do is the trigger work, getting quiet and connecting to the inner child to move more deeply into loving ourselves and having more compassion and like just it's the time to slow down and just be okay with just being, you know, we've been it's it's again it's ingrained in us that we need to always be doing 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 and the truth is is all we really need to be doing is being more like if we could just start all slowing down and just be more in the present moment start connecting more to our breath start connecting more to our heart center to the energy of love and really get quiet and still and know that we're exactly where we're meant to be everything in our life is unfolding exactly as it's meant to as much as it might be really challenging and really hard sometimes like we go through definite different difficult times in our lives and it can be really hard but just knowing that like everything's happening exactly as it's meant to for our greatest growth and expansion and so from there we can allow everything to just unfold when we stay in that space of presence um, yeah, I mean, life is definitely a journey and it's when we can stay present and not abandon ourselves that we get through anything and we get through anything in such, we get through it in such a beautiful way and it, it doesn't take us down. Instead, it makes us stronger. Like everything that shows up in our life is there to make us stronger, you know? That is powerful. That is powerful. So to summarize this part of your healing practice, is that everything we have to start first by identifying who triggers you the most who triggers you the most and, and these triggers this type of triggers we're talking about here melissa the type of triggers it is mainly emotional right like there might be things unfinished matters that we've been carrying out in our childhood is that correct yeah, exactly. Like it might show up in physical form, like our, physical. you know, someone yelling at me or some, this or that. But really, on an energetic level, it's really just bringing up that deeper emotion. So yeah, definitely. Got it. Got it. And uh, so once we identify that, right, that person or individual that triggers us the most, the now the second step is kind of like to um, deal deal with the deal with that emotion ahead right if it is an emotion well, yeah. we can deep down so we can go deep down into it right yeah in that yeah exactly in that moment of trigger instead of our usual reaction which is to blame get mad and get angry we then instead we ask ourselves "Ooh, what am i feeling what's coming up for me right nice. now i'm feeling angry i'm feeling mad i'm feeling sad i'm feeling alone i feel like they don't care about me i feel like they don't think about me 
feel like they're not interested. They make me seem like I'm so small, like I don't matter. Oh, I don't matter. I'm unimportant. Like it starts to bring up all that kind of stuff. So you just have to dissect it kind of, you know, and break it down. I see. Dissect it. That makes sense. And then once we go ahead and get done to that, the last step will be to to release it. To you know, how do we heal from it? So and then so the next part of that is connecting to the inner child and oh. doing that inner child self love work because God. you know they both go hand in hand. Like as you're healing these deeper wounds, you also want to be there for yourself. You want to love yourself through. You want to comfort yourself. I think so much of our lives we've abandoned ourselves, and that's why we face such difficulties in our lives. But when we stop abandoning ourselves and like just continue loving ourselves, even through hardships, like then we can get through anything and we heal. We truly heal. That explains it right there. Ah, this is deep. This is deep, Elisa. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, with, with the patients, you know, that you worked before, Melissa, you know, like this, when in connecting with the inner child, right? What would you say, you know, is the average time frame, you know? The, that will take someone, you know, from, you know, from the moment that they identify, you know, the, the deep down hurt to not connecting with the inner child, you know, so they can be whole and complete. What would you say is the time frame? Mm, that's a good question. You know, it's hard to put a time frame on it because it's so different for each person. And it just is like, how dedicated are you to the work? You know, like yeah. how dedicated are you to really this deeper healing? Like if you're that dedicated, then you will make an effort and make time every day to connect to your inner child, to have a journal even and write her letters or him write him letters or ask questions. And it's like the more, it's kind of like the more you do the work, the quicker you do the healing. It's really not also, it's also not about like the again, a race to the finish line. It's not like a race to do the healing. It's more of like, how can we just love ourselves more? How can we be more gentle with ourselves? How can we like allow the healing to move through us instead of feeling like, you know, like we need to, let's just get the healing. Let's heal already. Let's do it. Let's heal. Like let's, you know, allow it to unfold as it's meant to. And it's actually very quick. I think that when you do this deeper healing inner child work, it's actually really powerful and transformational connecting to that little girl that was wounded and she's got messages or he's got messages that will support you on that deeper healing and ultimately all they really usually want is more love and to be seen and to be heard and to be comforted and the more that we do that kind of work the more we're able to heal and the more we're able to like you know move more harmony and discover what is our gifts and our purpose and our passion most of us are so like unsure of that because we haven't ever been taught to go within and to connect to love and connect to that little boy or girl inside. And as soon as we do, it's like you've already started your healing process. That is plain. Yes. Yes. Each and every part of our, I guess, path to healing is very unique and different. And, uh, you know, you, you explain it so, in, so well, well explained. Well explained, Melissa. Yeah. Hey, Melissa, Melissa, what would you, uh, for the youth, you know, the young people of today, that they admire you, they admire your work, they want to follow your footsteps. I mean, what, what advice would you give to the young people? Oh, 
I would say stop comparing yourself to anybody else. You are an infinite spark of God. You are so powerful. Their own gifts, their own purpose, and the less we can compare ourselves and the more we can start loving ourselves and connecting with ourselves. Like, we all are powerful. We are all incredible and amazing beings. We don't need to compare ourselves. We don't need to be hard on ourselves. Right now is a time for us to be gentle. This is a time to practice compassion, patience, gentleness. Treat yourself like a newborn baby. Like, would you be so hard on a newborn baby? Would you be so critical on a newborn baby? Stop being so hard on yourself. Stop being so critical. If you're on Instagram or Facebook and you've got news feeds that are like bringing you down, get them off and only bring positivity and only bring things that lift you up into your consciousness. Turn off the news. Turn off the TV. It's just programming us. It's basically, you know, planting more fear, keeping us separate from the truth of who we are. And the more we can turn off the news, turn off the programming and get all those negative news feeds off of our social media channels and to incorporate more positive stuff, then the more we can start, it makes it a lot easier for us. So there's tools, you know, like in our everyday life, because if we're not aware of it and we're not careful, we go out into the world, we can get very, we're energy beings and we can get very easily just sucked right into other people's energy and other people's negativity and and then we come home thinking it's ours thinking why like i'm done like i'm this or i'm that we start being hard on ourselves and blaming ourselves when it wasn't even ours to begin with we went and hung out with someone that maybe had some heavy energy and then we took their energy and they took ours and they're feeling good and we're not even aware of it so just to know like to be aware of protecting your energy if you're hanging out with people that are draining you like literally cut those ties um, surround yourself with people that want to support you, want to support your growth and expansion and want to help you spread your wings and fly, you know, like just really take this time right now to be gentle, to be soft, get out of the rat race, like we've just been running and running our whole lives, this education system has taught us, you finish kindergarten, then you go to first grade, middle school, elementary school, whatever, high school, then you got to go to college, then university, then you get a job, then you have a family, then you buy a house. This is the way we've been programmed. So it's remember, like it's slowing down and stopping that. It takes a conscious effort. But once you realize that it's just because we've just been programmed to constantly be in this rat race and like running and running and running and running, and we're never going to get to where we want to go. We're going to end up at the grave, never really just getting to where we wanted to. So this is the time right now that we're being given to slow down, to be gentle, to know that you are enough, you're exactly where you're meant to be, whatever difficulties are showing up in your life right now are your greatest teachers, whoever's bothering you or whoever you're having the most difficult time with, look at that as your teacher, look more within yourself, find out why are they bothering me, why are they creating so much pain, why are they bringing up so much anger in me, what's repressed in me, what have I not dealt with, what am I not seeing, what needs to be healed, go deeper into that healing, start to love yourself, start to be more gentle and compassionate, take one of my inner child healing workshops, you'll be good to go. <laughs> Yeah! Oh my God, I'm ready. I'm ready. Tell us about your upcoming, you know, inner child, you know, uh, worship coming up. You know, like uh, if you can tell us briefly about it and how can we, you know, you know, participate and how can we get connected. Yes, I mean I do monthly ones. I have one tomorrow, so probably the listeners won't get to hear about that one, but. 
I do them every month. They might start happening every week. I'm going to start doing them locally at different places around here in Malibu. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically, we just go really into meditation. We get our mind quiet and still, and then we connect with our inner child. We do some trigger work to figure out what is it that's what being brought up within us. What is the story that we're telling ourselves? So we do that kind of work. We do some movement and flow, a little bit of journaling, and just but really mostly connecting to presence, connecting to love, connecting to the truth of who we are, connecting to our angels and guides, because that's the other part of it. Once you really do the healing work, once you start to get more present and still, then you enter the different dimensions. So, you know, we've never been taught any of this stuff in school. You're not going to learn it out there. But, you know, there's all different levels of consciousness. And so once we get really quiet in our mind, we're able to connect with other dimensions, other planets, beings of light, people that past loved ones, angels, our guides. They're all here right now supporting us on our journey. And the only reason that we are not able to... is there for the workshop right there like a website uh, or uh, you know the you know, or you know like an Instagram or, or something that we can follow you so we can you know know you know where the uh, coming one is coming and sign up delighted that we also doing an article on this journey as well uh, for our listeners and viewers you know we will send you the story of Melissa Eliyahu uh, it's going to be available to over 20 million viewers in Spotify we're so excited about this and uh, Melissa what would be the final words that you like to share with our audience today
now you're ready. And it's like we've been taught that it's out there. We have to work hard to get what we want and did it and all that stuff. But it really is to work hard on your inner self, love yourself, work hard on loving yourself. And once you really authentically love yourself and see your light and see your potential and see your gifts and your power, then the universe opens their arm, opens its arms and it's like, here you go. What do you want? Anything you need. Like it's just waiting for us to be there and to be ready. So yeah, this is the time to just get quiet and get still and just be okay with where you're at and like stop running, stop being hard on yourself, stop thinking you're not enough, stop comparing yourself to other people. You are a spark of the divine. You're like literally you have everything you need is within you. You don't need another course, you don't need another class, everything you need to pursue your purpose in this life is within you and I also offer self-love coaching inner child healing self-love coaching so that's another option to work with me on this deeper work of loving yourself um, but yeah you know everything we need is already within us and it's just a matter of getting quiet and tapping into it so just remembering that we are amazing infinite sparks of the divine wow thank you Melissa for your words of wisdom For our listeners, you can follow Melissa Eliyahu on Instagram, Facebook, and all social media outlets. Uh, we will also be posting uh, the link for her upcoming uh, seminars and workshops on the inner child. And uh, thank you one more time, Melissa, for illuminating us uh, with you know your your healing wisdom. And uh, everybody out there, just remember, love yourself. <laughs> yeah. And amen. Thank you for this. Thank you. This has been our great honor. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you so much. Yeah.